Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are talking about looking for the deeper issue. Now, the reason I'm bringing this one to you guys today is because a lot of people spend a lot of their time looking for shortcuts. And what I mean when I say shortcuts is I get a lot of messages from athletes that are always asking, you know, how do I accomplish this without that? So an example of that would be, how do I pursue MMA as a career if there's no MMA gym in my city? You know, what can I do to get better at this sport when there's no ability for me to compete or practice this sport with other people? essentially? Or how do I build strength without any access to weights? Or, you know, any kind of thing like this, or, you know, how much more cardio should I do in order to, you know, improve my cardio the most? And a lot of the time with any of these questions, the answer is not related to the solution. So what people are generally looking for when they ask that first question, we're going to go with, how do I get better at MMA without an MMA gym in my city? They're looking for me to give, you know, tips or drills or things that they can do at home by themselves to improve at MMA because they can't go to a gym because there's no gym in their city. When the truth is, guys, the way you improve at MMA if there's no gym in your city is you move to a city that has a gym. That's it. Like, You're not going to improve in the sport to the degree that you need to to matter without access to a gym, without access to coaches, without access to training partners. It's just not going to happen. But again, instead of looking directly for the solution of, you know, what kind of things can I do at home by myself to improve at this sport, you need to look deeper and you need to think, man, if I really want to be a fighter, if I really want to be an athlete, I need to set myself up for success. And that means moving to a gym, moving to a city that actually has a gym that I can join. And don't get me wrong. When I say this, I understand that that's easier said than done. You know, picking up and moving cities is no small feat. But what you've got to understand as well is that becoming a high-level athlete is no small feat. Becoming a professional in your sport is no small feat. Getting paid to compete in the sport you love is no small feat. And every person although maybe not with that specific adversity, is going to have to go through a lot of adversity to get to that level. So that comes then bears the question, how badly do you actually want it? Because you can invent some drills, do whatever, and train on your own alone in a basement, but you're only going to get so good. If you actually want to be successful, if you actually want to hit a level that people care about, or that you know you can look back on and be proud of, you need competition, you need training partners, you need coaches. And if you're not in a position where you can do that right now, instead of thinking, how can I do it without that? You've got to think, how do I put myself in a position where I can get that? 
And maybe what that means is for right now, you're taking away as many expenses out of your life as you can. You're bringing everything right back to the very, very basic. And you're just pinching pennies until you can save up enough to move to a city that actually has a gym that you can use. Now, the second question. This one I get all the time, so it always makes me laugh when I get it. And that second question is, how do I improve my strength without weights? Now, really and truly, it's a similar kind of answer. A lot of the time when people are looking to improve their strength without weights, it's because, you know, they don't have the money for a gym membership or, you know, things are expensive or whatever else it is. They're trying to find a way to cut costs. And guys, I get it. Going to a gym is not cheap. Hiring a coach isn't cheap. Doing these things isn't cheap. But if your goal is to reach the top levels in your sport, if your goal is to actually see the success that you talk about, you got to learn to do these things. You've got to learn to put yourself in a position to succeed. You're not, you're not just trying to put yourself in a position where you're trying to do the thing without the resources because it's not going to work. So if you're asking, how do I build strength without weights? Are there exercises you can do that can improve some strength without having access to weights? Yes. Are you going to get the results that are actually going to benefit you and translate back into the sport to the level that you need them to in order to reach the goals that you have for your career? No. So instead of saying, how can I do it without a gym? You've got to ask yourself again, how do I put myself in a position where I can actually afford a gym? Now, like we talked about with moving to a different city, that could be pinching your pennies and saving up until you have enough money to move, until you have enough money to actually go try it on your own. Or that could be going to a gym owner and saying, hey, I do not have the money to actually pay you for a membership. Is there any way that I can exchange five hours a week of work in exchange for being able to use your gym? You know, some sort of deal that you can work out with someone in order to get what you need from them and then give them something in return. And guys, I can't stress it enough when I'm bringing up that point. Give them something in return. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've had athletes reach out to me directly and be like, hey, I'm going to be really good. So you should coach me for free. I'm like, oh, really? Like, you know, I get those messages multiple times a week. So. If you're out there and you're thinking of sending me a message telling me that I should coach you for free because you're going to be the next UFC champion, not going to happen. However, if there's actually a good discussion about, hey, this is a service I can provide for you that you will need in exchange for coaching me for free, that I'm not going to put off the table, right? Because if I'm going to benefit from giving my hours and hundreds of thousands of dollars of expertise to you for free, if I'm going to benefit in return, then we can have a discussion. But if you're saying, hey, give me free shit, that doesn't go over well with a lot of people. So if you're looking to make a deal with a gym owner, if you're looking to make a deal with somebody so that you can you know, gain access to the equipment you need without having the money to pay for it, I cannot stress it enough come to them with a value add come to them with a value add if you're coming to them just asking you're much less likely to get a positive response but if you're coming to them and saying hey i will clean your gym every night and in exchange would i be able to get a free membership 
Now they're going, okay, I saved money on cleaners. I saved time. I don't have to clean myself. And all I have to do is let this guy use the gym for free. Deal. And that sounds a lot better, right? And you're much more likely to get the response you want. But the main point, getting back to the main point of the podcast, guys, is you got to stop looking for ways to do it without the resources, and you've got to start looking below the surface. you got to start looking for the deeper issue and figure out how you can get yourself the resources you need to see the success you want. Don't just say, I don't have money, so I can't go to a gym, so I need to build strength without weights. Say, I'm going to be able to build strength a lot better if I've got weights, so how can I go about Giving, putting myself in a position where I can actually access weights so I can do this thing right. And now the last one that we were talking about is the cardio. Now this is coming at it from a little bit of a different perspective, but guys, a lot of the time I see athletes do something like this. They will do a lot of cardio, come into their fight, gas out in their fight, and then come out of their fight and think, I've got to do twice as much cardio. Now, <clears throat> on the surface, you see how it makes sense, right? I did a lot of cardio. It wasn't enough, so I have to do more. But what you've got to understand here is it's about looking for the deeper issue. The same thing as we talked about with those other two questions. It's about looking at the deeper issue. If you finish a fight and you gas out and you know it doesn't go your way and your immediate thought is, I need to do twice as much of what I did that didn't work, it's not going to go your way. Because the work that you've been doing has already proven not to be effective. So just doing more of it is likely not going to magically fix the problem. So what you need to do instead is look for the deeper issue. Now, when it comes to cardio specifically, when it comes to conditioning specifically, a lot of the time what athletes are doing is they're going too hard, too fast, too often. A lot of athletes in my DMs every day are sending me messages saying, you know, I'm running six days a week and I'm doing sprints after every one of my runs and I still feel like when I fight, I don't have the energy for my three rounds. Should I run more? No, you should not. What you need to do is you need to better understand how to create conditioning sessions that help you match the energy demands of your sport. Now, what do I mean when I say that? I don't mean that every conditioning session should be the exact duration of the rounds that you compete in. And the reason why is because those rounds are unpredictable. Your round for a fight might be three minutes or five minutes, but you're not at one steady pace through that whole three or five minutes, right? So the conditioning work you do doesn't need to be one steady pace for three to five minutes, however long it is you fight within your rounds, because that's not what your fight looks like anyways. People think, mimicking the fight because my round is three minutes so i have to do a three minute conditioning session but you're not mimicking the pace of the round so what your conditioning needs to do is it needs to match all the energy demands of the sport so number one you need to get stronger and the reason you need to get stronger is because if you're stronger less of your energy is needed in every movement that you make so that means that every time you throw a punch every time you throw a kick whatever else it is you're doing you need less overall energy to make that movement, which means that now just by getting stronger, you're saving more energy for the later rounds of the fight. It doesn't have to match the exact movement of the exact time of the actual rounds, but you've got to get stronger. The next thing is you've got to get more explosive. 
Now, when it comes to explosiveness, the big thing here as well is people think they need to do it without resting because, oh, we don't get to rest in a fight. But when we're doing the strength and conditioning work, it's not about mimicking the exact scenario of a fight. It's about improving your ability to output the power. So actually improving your ability to put more power behind a punch, actually improving your ability to be more explosive and recover faster from it. Because if you do that, then every time you throw that explosive combination or whatever it is during your fight, you're using less of your energy. And if you're using less of your energy, you're maintaining higher levels of energy for the later rounds of your fight. And then the conditioning work as well is the same thing. It's not about max pace for three minutes or max pace for five minutes every time. It's about putting yourself in a position where you can recover from explosive efforts and you can do that for the duration of your fight. So with every one of these questions, guys, you've got to look for the deeper issue. If you're doing a lot of conditioning work already and it's not doing what you want, stop thinking, I just need to do more conditioning work and start looking at the deeper issue. What area of the fight am I starting to really suffer in? What area of the fight am I struggling the most in? What physical quality, strength, power, speed, etc., is lacking that's causing me to suffer in this way? And then how do I build up that physical quality so that the movements I make in my fight take less overall energy and I have more overall energy for the later rounds? So biggest thing, guys, is make sure that you're looking for the deeper issue, making sure that you're actually thinking about what is causing the problem and how you can actually fix the issue, not just do more of the same shit all the time. So guys, I hope you have a fantastic day. That is the end of the podcast. I hope you learned something. I hope you got something out of this. If you did, I'd love to know what it is. Make sure you send me a message across any of my social media platforms. The links on how to do that are going to be in the show notes below. As always, I appreciate you. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.